0: Introducing buckets and beyond, your friendly neighborhood mouse podcast. Yeah. Starting at center from UNT, live from the hashtag Killing the Draft studio. It's- Bunny. Bless up. Bless up. Good morning, baby. <laughs> Starting at point guard from UT Arlington, your host with the most, it's been Cyborg. <laughs> we are back. We're back together after uh, a weekend with just me hosting the pod. Glad to have Jay back. We are in draft reaction mode because your Dallas Mavericks just did. We, I mean, spoiler alert. We think we did the, they did pretty good at the draft. Um, they start off with the 10th pick um, going into the night and um, they turned the 10th pick and Davis Bertans, one of our worst contracts. They tra- traded that to Oklahoma city thunder to get pick 12 and a traded player exception. And they drafted Derek lively out of Duke and, um, and what what was your first reaction because i i was watching i don't know if you were watching the draft i was watching like the abc coverage of the draft that was more like family uh focused where they were talking to the families like after their their son yeah that's what i saw yeah they killed him um,
1: by the way yeah i think they did a good job with it. yeah
0: what what, what were you, what was your initial takeaway now that you know the draft was was in and we got Derek lively
1: i was i wasn't so i i turned a broadcast on i like pick like 13, 14, I just missed oh, okay. um, everything that we did basically. And I was kind of struggling to put it together because it was so fresh that um, even scrolling through Twitter, I was kind of struggling to like see what was going on really. It's just kind of a lot of, I don't know. But um, initial reaction, I kind of wish we kept Casey Wallace. I like that pick because he's a local guy. He had a HPT, he had a Hamilton Park jacket on like he literally had a Dallas yeah. jacket on uh representing a neighborhood in Dallas so um you know obviously i don't know if you're depending on if you're like really into hoops you probably already heard his name but he's he played here in Richardson Texas like i literally stay around the corner from like where bro came up from and everything like like he's a Dallas guy so yeah, i think that would have been a cool i don't know that would have been a nice thing but Kaysen Wallace, he's like a a defensive guard, I think. He's he's not a huge guy, not exactly what we we need, I don't think. What we did get, Derek Lively, yeah, super hype with uh with the move, because man, looking at him, he's he's basically. It's funny that the two guys I thought of, looking at Derek Lively's just highlights and stuff, were JaVale McGee and Dwight Powell. <laughs> so, he he seems like kind of what we're looking for but you know packaged um you know in a draft pick but what's kind of annoying about the pick is that it does feel like a project I was kind of hoping I was really anticipating us getting some getting a veteran getting some win now type Mm -hmm. energy in here but that's not exactly what went down and I, I don't think that any of we, you know what, we picked up is a win now thing. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, you don't really care. Oh, you know, oh Max you know, we could talk a little bit about him too. But yeah, initial reaction, I think he's just what we need. It's just kind of, it, I, I think we're gonna see the same thing we saw with Josh Green, probably, where it's, where it's, um, you know, he's not getting the time because he's making some mistakes here and there, or, you know, it's just going to be some development going on. And, and, you know, us as fans are going to have to keep, you know, keep chomping at the bit waiting to see him play and waiting to see what we could do with him at his max potential in his best form. But we might not get that right off the bat. So uh, it, it's cool, but, but, you know, nothing earth shattering, but, but great moves, great moves
0: what do you think um i think I, w- I was kind of um initially i was kind of shocked because you you make that move because i mean obviously going into the draft we need to get better at the center position we need to get better at rebounding there was a lot that we kind of were struggling with in that area um and I just thought it was really clever how we, we traded back and still got our guy. Like we were able to get a little bit more in addition to Derek Lively. Um, but I think one thing that's been pointed out a lot is we drafted a guy who specializes in pick and rolls, like alley oop dunks, and specializes in interior paint defense. Like that's what he's like excels at and, and rebounding. Um, and those are th- three areas that I mean, um, I think a- as good as Powell is, I feel like Derek Lively could be a, a almost immediate step up from that just because of how long he is and how springy he is. Um, yeah, true. and he could, um, and I hope, uh, I-, I hope he can kind of just earn that starting s- spot right away and just like immediately establish himself. It's like, no, it-, it makes more sense to have me playing with Luca and Kyrie. Um, and setting those picks and, and, and being that, um, I think the beauty of him going to Dallas is the Mavs aren't going to ask him to do anything. He's not already really good at it's, they're not going to be like, Hey, can you, uh, work on your jumper? Or, hey, can you, uh, back, you know, um, you know, back people down, you know, and, and, you know, all of his shots more than likely are going to be created at the rim. They're just going to be like lofted up to him perfectly from Luca or Kyrie. So I'm really excited to have a young guy that clearly isn't going, he clearly knows his stuff. Um, He's a high character guy. If you watch the draft, you just, they had his whole like, almost like mini documentary on his story on how he like, his mom was a a college basketball player. His dad, um, unfortunately, like died due to addiction really young. And then he played through that and his mom had cancer and he's just like a, a, if, if you watch his, his, I watched a lot of highlights of him since he got drafted. And then you watch the interviews that, that he's had, you could tell he's a high character guy. Like he, he's very self-aware. He knows, you know, what, you know, his assignment is. He knows who he is as a player. Um, but he's all, like, when you see him on the court he he's just has these like nasty dunks, like, in these blocks that are just like very vicious, so like he's got this this rare combination of he's got high character guy, which the Mavs love. Like they love you know your Dwight Powell's, you're like you know best behavior type guys, but on the court he's got that dog in him. So it's it's just this awesome combination that you don't see a whole lot. You typically see like just the dog in him and is a crazy person all the time, and or you just see the high character guy that you wouldn't want on your team because he's he doesn't have it. Um, I just, just off of like initial impression, I feel like he could be really, and, and I, and I, I understand the initial pushback. A lot of people are from the, from the Mavs fan base. Like, Oh, like he only averaged five points in college. Like that's not exciting or that's not, we need, uh, but I would kind of argue. I think the Mavs are covered in scoring. Like we, <laughs> before we had him, I feel like we were doing fine scoring the ball. That wasn't an issue. The issue was defense and, and letting people just lay up line on us. So I th- I'm excited and I and I think uh, because he's in a in a place where scoring isn't a problem, he can focus on defense and get in delivering that, and we can kind of work our way into like, all right, let's see if we can get him at twelve, like fifteen points a night, you know, down the line. Um, so I'm excited. I, he just seems like a really cool a cool guy to root for, and um, part of why I love uh, the draft in this draft in particular, I feel like up to this point, I've just been really frustrated with the team that we have. <laughs> and Like <laughs> yeah. I'd gotten tired of like, no, like this is as good as they can get. The ceiling has already been reached. Like this is it. And the draft is kind of like, uh, it reinvigorates a fan base. It gives like new stories to, to follow new guys to get excited about. And up until this point, up until I guess Thursday night, the draft, it, 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 there wasn't much, much route root for outside of Luca and Kyrie. So I'm excited. I just, the, the first pick just got me excited for, for what, what we can do. Um, and I liked how you pointed out the, the whole, like we, and going into the draft, uh, we were apparently looking for like veterans, like let's trade our pick to get a vet and maybe a, a pick further back in the first round. Um, and I think someone on ESPN kind of like, Explained it as like, hey, if the Mavs are in desperation mode, they're getting vets and they're not trying to mess with the draft pick. But we, I mean, we can talk about it a, li- a little later with 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 uh, Olivier uh, Max Prosper. We end up with two young rookies, and we also got Rashawn Holmes. So you could argue that the Mavs are are aren't as desperate as we thought going into it. What what would you, what do you think based off of? how
1: it all played out yeah i i I think i I, i'm sort of convinced by that but i also think that these moves that they made are so getting a a guy that checks the boxes and and he plays the way that that you kind of want a guy to play in your system you need a guy to play in your system you know we we need a dwight powell that's that Dwight Powell has a certain creativity on offense um, if, if y'all got league pass check out the times we played the jazz this year because <laughs> yo um, he has some great games against the jazz where he showed he, he's got he's got a level of just veteran he just got he's got enough XP to where I I think that we're, we're going to be frustrated seeing Dwight out there over lively. Um, you know, and that it, it, it's kind of it's it's been a regular experience, really. Um, so I'm sort of bracing myself for that. But yeah, like the, the defensive creativity is is I hope he brings that. I hope he develops in that way that Dwight kind of has become on um on offense. You know, and obviously he's got the same tools that Dwight has. You know, like you'd pull up his highlights. You know, like half of what I was looking at was like <laughs> just oops. You know, and he went to Duke, so like, man, like just, just he just loves to yam it down, loves to block, and um, you know, check out Javale McGee, check out Prime Javale. He kind of, you know, kind of, kind of, he gives Prime Javale a little bit too, with, um, with yeah, like the hunger and the, uh, the creativity on defense. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping it works out, man. Yeah, it's pretty, 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 pretty fire pretty fire moves. And the fact that we made those moves and, and we're able to t- swing that trade exception to, to get another pick. Yeah. And to get off of Burton's, um get off that Burton's bread <laughs> and, and really not sacrifice much, you know, and, and the draft is so crazy, bro. Like, you know, you, you look at Cam Whitmore, you look at, um, you know, who fell all the way to the Rockets. He did. Who yeah. are kind of, um, you know, just like so much weird stuff happening. It's like, we really didn't miss much moving back so no they, i they, i feel like they might have had a they might have had a, a a trade in the works but when you're able to swing that when you're able to swing moves like they did you kind of um it's almost like 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 an offer you can't refuse you know it's just like like why pass this up that's kind yeah. of where i'm at with it you know i'm not entirely convinced that we're not desperate <laughs> But
0: I, I think, uh, in the like, even if we are a little desperate, it seems like we made moves that help fill needs that we have right now. So, you know, w- if we were super desperate, I think we would have traded two of our young guys to get, you know, a, like a win now air quotes, win now veteran. But we didn't do that. We got young guys that are cost controlled, right? With this new CBA that's going to be messing with a lot of teams' uh, salaries. It, it's smart to have two young guys that can contribute like right away. Um, so uh, so part, so right after we got Derek Lively, we got Derek Lively and uh, with the pick twelve, but we also got a traded player exception that we uh, later in the night we traded the, that trader, the the, the Oklahoma <laughs> City traded player exception that we just got. and um, we traded that to Sacramento, who gave us pick twenty four and Rashawn Holmes now Rashawn Holmes had fallen out of the rotation after the the DeMontis Simonis trade but he's a guy that that the Mavs have had an eye on for a while um and they kind of just they got him so that that's that's in a way that's a vet that's not necessarily like a a veteran that's had a lot of winning experience but he's he's a vet that Again, can, you know
1: I really I I'm so over Rashawn Holmes like we were talking about him on the pod we've been talking about him on the pod bro i remember we really talked about him like three years ago or something like a long time ago and yeah he's 30 now and as soon as he stopped playing for the kings they became like kings <laughs> so um yeah It did it, yeah it's fire though it's fire move
0: so so that that's part of it we get rashawn Holmes, and, and i mm-hmm. i'm gonna read a, a tweet that our, our a friend of the pod, Lauren Gunn, tweeted out. She's been a fan of, of Rashawn Holmes for a while. She said, on Rashawn Holmes, despite having an inconsistent role towards the end of his time with Sacramento, here's why I believe he's a sneaky acquisition. A fresh start never hurts. I think he's been with Sacramento for a while, so I think he kind of just, you know, after Sabonis gets there, it makes sense um, for him to get less playing time. He has patience as a role man and an underrated touch on his floater. Playing with Luka and Kyrie, who are very shifty, always changing speeds, will pair well with him. He's a lob threat, despite being someone undersized for a five. He has defensive tools as a rim protector, to, as opposed to being more of a switch defender, chase down blocker like Maxi. Having defensive options in the front court will uh, to utilize defending uh, depending on the matchup will be a significant improvement over last year. And his energy and effort will get him on the floor uh, and quickly make him a, a fan favorite. I, I I trust Lauren. She's, she's she's got had a lot of good basketball takes, and, and I think that's kind of what I was feeling. She kind of put it into words a lot better than I could articulate, so I just wanted to share it. <laughs> um, for those that, that are not sure of, of what to expect from Rashawn Holmes, um, hopefully we, we, we hold on to him, and, and I think he could be like the backup center behind Derek Lively if things go as I hope they do. So that way um, – yeah. You know, uh so essentially to, just to kind of summarize the Mavs turned the tenth pick into uh tenth pick and in Davis Bertons into uh pick 12 and a trade to player exception. You know, they used that trade to player exception to get Rashawn Holmes and Olivier Mac Olivier, Olivier- Maxwell Prosper. I hope that I'm saying yeah, that wrong. It looks like error. That I'm saying that right. <laughs> and and um I didn't know a lot about him going into the draft. Uh I, I just listened to Lockdown Mavs and um isaac harris was just like seeing his praises he, um this this guy went to marquette he's one apparently he's the one of the best wing defenders in the draft and he's like six eight so he's got size he's already been like pr- player comp wise similar to dorian finney smith but he's ar- he's a little bit thicker got more mass on him so there's lots to get excited about just for what he could bring as a defender, as a wing, def- we need wing defenders. And he could, he could check that box. um, And uh, maybe like build, become more of a three and D down the line. So we got um, potentially the best wing defender in the draft. And then we've also got the best paint protector in the draft in lively. So I think like, just based off of that, if you take your Sean Holmes out of it, I think that's just a huge win to get two guys that could contribute right away. Um, I think Nico Harrison uh, kind of talked to, uh, the media afterwards and said that these guys aren't going to the G league, like, uh, like Jaden Hardy had to kind of suffer in, in, you know, in the G league for a bit last year. (laughs) And there's always, there's been this stigma around Jason Kidd, like, Hey, if you don't play defense, it's going to be hard for you to get playing time. Well, we think based off what we know, like these guys, like specialty is defense. So. Knowing that they're not just going to, you know, be stashed away in the G League, I think that's exciting. That we can, like, hey, like they're going to get playing time pretty soon, right away. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm in pretty good, pretty good spirits. Just just off of like what we've done in the draft and how creative Nico was. Um, and la- last thing I'll mention on on, on like Derek Lively, um, Rafael Barlow, he's a draft expert that I've, I've kind of been following for uh, leading up to this. And um, he says that here's why I love the lively fit in Dallas. Mavericks were the last in the NBA in total rebound percentage. Dallas grabbed 141 fewer rebounds than the 29th ranked team and Mavs are in the bottom 20th percentile on points per shot defensive efficiency at the rim. So it sounds like he's just crapping on us, but he's just really pointing out the glaring flaws in in, in the team last year. And how lively can help in those areas so i'm i'm excited i i, I think and, and i think the big thing that uh, excites me is the the comparison for lively has come to a certain former dallas center that we all love in the legend tyson chandler and oh fire yeah and 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 i think uh i, I haven't I, i'm really curious on if he can, I mean, if he can come close to that, if he can be that guy for this team, that would be massive, um, massive help. So um, yeah, super excited for Derek Lively. And uh, you know, Tyson comes in every so often to work with the big, so I think he can kind of just like, you know, pick his brain and, and kind of, you know, help out in that way. But yeah, super, super excited for, for Lively and, uh, and prosper.
1: Yeah, he's he's seven two, I think. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I, I heard somebody saying he had like the longest, one of the longest wingspans in the seven seven. Yeah, one of the longest wingspans in the in the entire draft, in the entire league. The uh, you know, scaling that, you know, taking that math out. Yeah, like it's uh it's exci- the draft is always so exciting, bro. I'm glad it was this week, man. I'm glad Mark Cuban was busy dealing with the draft and not like going on a Titanic submarine or something. Just, you know, like that's well, like kind he, of thing.
0: <laughs> apparently he kind of sat out and like let Nico cook.
1: Oh yeah. Nice. Cause we Good think brand.
0: we were all worried about previous drafts and, and just how like mismanaged they were or like um, with Har- Harala Bob and, and the Donnie Nelson and all that. So it seemed like that, he he just literally was like in the background while Nico did everything, which I think is progress for, yeah, I think it's growth. We'll see. We'll see if he continues to kind of, you know, back off in that regard. But, um, so one, one note that kind of came out recently, actually today, thanks to Mark Stein. Um, uh, he, he essentially said that, um, because of that trade that sent uh, Davis and the uh, uh, the 10th pick to OKC, um, they move far enough... Oh, my God. Milo. I'm sorry. Good God. Is that really loud? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> A little bit. I got, I got kind of excited and barked, my bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jay got really excited before I finished that sentence. Um, Let me see if I can get, uh, and likewise move far enough away from luxury tax territory to gain the use of a full non-taxpayer's 12.4 mid-level exception in free agency to pursue top wings in free agency, starting with Denver's Bruce Brown. So now that the draft is over, we're about to be in free agency mode, and I believe on July 5th is when we can have those official conversations, so that's a little bit over a week week from now, um, and Bruce Brown's an NBA champion, and he was a, a kind of a um, beneath-the-radar signing for Denver last year, and um, he balled out. He was defending like crazy. He was knocking down step-back threes. He was a big part of, of why they won, and he, he has the chance to get a pay raise. Um, obviously, he's earned it. Um, what would you think if we could add Bruce Brown to this team like right now like or i guess like when when free agency starts
1: and that'd be a great pickup that'd be a great pickup i'm i mean if i were him i might want to stick around in denver but if we could get him that'd be dope um we probably should have picked him up already by now i I wonder how i haven't looked into that story but like why isn't he already a maverick bro like okay so he he certainly wasn't on my radar i don't you know so
0: apparently free agency starts july 30th so that's 6 days from now and the deals can't officially be signed until this uh, july 6th so i mixed it up mm. so we can apparently officially have the conversation in 6 uh 6 days um, but
1: yeah bruce I, brown i'm a fan bro like anybody with real championship experience mm. will, will... I, I I trust them. <laughs> I trust winners at the end of the day.
0: Yeah i I, I would be uh, super hyped if we were we were able to get him uh, with uh, with our mid level exception because that's what you want to that's what you now that we've kind of added the youth movement we've gotten a lot of young guys in there. I think it it would be good to add uh, like some wings w- or with experience yeah
1: Um, i'm saying he he wouldn't want to be a map but he he declined his his option right obviously what i'm seeing now it was also he was also only getting paid seven mil yeah like a meager 6.8 million
0: yeah and everybody knows if you win a championship your value goes up so he it makes sense for him to kind of test the waters of a free agency to see um that's so a low salary, and you're like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't do this podcast for less than six. You know, I wouldn't do this podcast for six. He didn't get
0: days, out of but. bed for less than
1: Yeah. I wouldn't get out of bed for that much. So you know, <laughs> I, I get it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Bruce Brown. Another one that's been linked to us is uh, grant Williams uh, of the Boston Celtics and all of the weird player movement they've got over there. They traded for KP. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I, love I think, that. <laughs> I think we need to get off some money. Um, I I that's another guy I would be real excited if we got cuz he's a he's a good defender um I think he he knows his role um I, I he he I I consider him like a dream on green light you know Yeah, yeah like he, he, he gets everybody yeah, fight you know fired up and um He's bigger than he he's he's like bigger
1: than he is you know like I don't even yeah. you know fans his, know what I mean his bro. play is
0: bigger than he I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. um yeah, so I I'd be I'd be really excited if we get we got either of those guys. And and the beauty of it is the beauty of the draft is we only pretty much only traded D- Davis pertons, right? So what does that leave us to trade in other deals? It le- it leaves us a lot, like all of our best trade chips are are still on the table. We have yeah. uh we have Maxi we have uh Tim Hardaway Jr. We have Reggie Bullock. Like I feel like, at least Tim Hardaway is gone. I I would I would expect him to get traded. Um, we'll see for what. But I I I think that we with the draft we 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 turned something into a lot of potential with 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 uh, with Lively with with uh, Omax with Rashawn Holmes, and we still have a lot that we can use to make the team better. Um, which which is exciting. So. Um, like <laughs> with the, the one thing I was wondering is with the addition of lively and homes, uh, as, as centers, um, we, we have Powell and McGee in, on the, on the squad right now. And, uh, Powell's a free agent. He's more likely going to, my thought is he's going to resign for like the minimum just to kind of hang around and, and just be a mentor like turn into a hudonis haslam type person yeah. but do you think that mcgee or powell will still be on the team because it's kind of crowded in the center position um yeah with, with the the new addition so do you think that they're like oh like or they're gonna try to trade one of them or both of them or where, where are you at with that
1: yeah i'm not fluent in everybody's contract situation but you know, I've been comparing Lively to to McGee already, um, and and I'm hoping that he he has a, a McGee like well, I don't know. I hope he's better than Javale McGee. But Javale McGee had like a hot couple of years. It was like you know one of the leaders in blocks, and um, you know like he's just like one of the one of the better you know slept on bigs in the league, right? So I feel like Javale McGee, we could kind of like cross his name out because, like, I feel if we kind of drafted him at this point. We they could they could swap minutes for all I care, and and that would be better. Yeah, Javale, McGee, how old is Javale, bro? Like thirty? I don't, I don't know, bro. But it was getting up there. I think he's like thirty, mid thirties. Um, and we got we got a guy with the same skill set and length, so and who who we want to do what we want him to do. <laughs> uh so you know, I feel like Jervale if we could if we could uh you know find a way to get him out of here, that would that I you know, that would be optimal. I I am also still kind of high on Dwight Powell just as far as his chemistry with Luka and um just his his IQ and um uh just on, really on the offensive on the offensive end, he is kind of you know, it kind of undersized kind of, you know, there are nights where he gets just bullied out there and, and, you know, a string of bad possessions turns into an L, but, you know, overall I'm, I think Dwight Powell is going to be like still getting his minutes in and, and we're going to be watching these other guys, you know, Maxi too. I could see him. I don't know. I could see him getting getting more minutes than our recent signings too, man, to be honest, but we'll see. I feel like these guys are projects. Just just certain things I've heard. um, Apparently, Lively's got a fouling issue. Um, You know, his his defensive, uh, the defensive hype might not be, the tools are there, the potential's there, but like, right, he might not be NBA ready at this second, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. so and you know, that that's kind of I, I i sort of get that from the little that i've looked into it so you know, i i'm not super i, I don't think this team's going to change that much to be brutally honest but we'll see we'll see i think we're good how we are honestly like with, with luca anything's possible bro this might be his mvp season so he might uh-huh. lebron and just carry us to to victory and we don't even you know Lively can chill and take notes, and, and we, we don't even need to worry about that because Dwight Powell's right. also in, mm. in great form. Maxi's healthy, whatever. Da 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 da. da. I um,
0: think if Powell is somehow starting on opening day, something's gone terribly wrong. I I I I I know that's the one thing that people are saying is like bigs take a little bit longer to develop and find themselves and kind of get adjusted to the league. So I can see a little bit of that. I just um, I feel like Luca and Kyrie will make their like you know lively and Holmes's job so so much easier than they've had it before. Like imagine like the level up you're going from like a college player, you know, giving you alley oops to you know one of the best passers in the game, one of the best you know best playmakers in the game, you know, just making it easier. Yeah. So I, I I have a feeling that we're. I think part of, you're partly right in like Lively isn't gonna just be the guy right away, but I can see the Mavs maybe trading McGee and you know I don't know Hardaway to a team and getting like another another big or or something like that to kind of you know give uh, still have a, a stable of of centers, but they're better than the the average below average centers we have right now. And that way he can kind of ease into like his role. Um, but Summer League starts pretty soon.
1: And yeah. um,
0: I'm I'm really curious because I think Hardy is going to show up. Uh, it'll be Hardy, Lively, Prosper. Um, I don't <laughs> oh <my> God.
1: <laughs> All the dogs. Who are the dogs on? Is it still in Vegas? It's in Vegas every year, right? Um, Ben's watching his dog. I think the summer league's in Vegas. So you, I think AJ's gonna be there too. That's a name he didn't bring up. Gonna have a fun squad. I uh, I'm hoping Derek Lively's more like. I hope he just like dominates the summer league. That w- that would be nice. If if we could have a if we could have some rookie of the year hype. To I don't know if there's pressure on more and more minutes, just out of sheer dominance and and hype. I can get behind that. Um, And I think Summer League's got a part of that. I wish I could travel to Summer League, damn it. (laughs) But, you know, y'all know how traveling is. You got to like pack bags, plane tickets, round trips. You know, I like one way trips. It's just, you know, you get there and you're done. Uh, But, you know, nobody's going to Vegas, bro. I ain't doing that. <laughs> this has been buckets and beyond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know anything I was No, I think <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry. My dog's been a maniac today. He takes his his uh job of sec- securing and protecting our house oh, very seriously. The window. Yeah, yeah. He's got a window in this office and his lawn mowing hours right now. Any, anytime if somebody walks in our vicinity he thinks like oh i've got to i i've got to make sure they know not to come here and we've also got people that will just come by and drop off stuff like whether it's a package or like a card they'll drop it on our front porch or whatever mm-hmm. and he's just like no not, not having it anyway yes. um yeah i'm excited i think there's a lot of potential here i'm, I'm curious uh we, we last week we had um Jay had a family reunion, and Andrew is on his honeymoon right now with uh, with the missus And um, glad to glad to have you back. Glad to glad to pod and get excited about the draft. And and uh, yeah. hopefully we'll have Andrew back, and we'll talk some more about um, these these new moves that hopefully the Mavs are making, uh, trading, free agency. There's a lot of cool stuff that we can do, so uh, we're excited about that and uh my daughter's about to cry so i better go get her um so thank you uh for tuning in to buckets and beyond i'm your host ben seibel joined by jay bonnie and uh, yeah we, uh, if you can give us a review on um spotify or app podcast forever uh we really appreciate it you can follow us on instagram at buckets and beyond and then on twitter at buckets beyond and uh thanks for tuning in we are out of here adios